It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki, race one at Cranbourne is the Mark Gurry and Associates, an MO in the old language. And geez, a race, Dan, I could probably find more reasons why not to tip a horse than to why than why to tip a horse. So Jack O'Connor looks the class runner in the race, but He's six wins in Australia. He's either led or been leaders back, which he's definitely not going to be either of those. But maybe he's matured and he's too good for them anyway. Rooslands in a tricky spot and may end up three back the pegs. I think the class runners are those bottom horses. And Dance Away draws seven, but certainly good enough to beat these. Coccinelli stepping up in grade. Better Than Love's got a sticky gait. I'm not sure Rakajed can get to the pegs and I'm not sure Osmol and Winks can lead. So... For me, it was really hard to find the horse that stood out and why they would win the race. Maybe you can help me, mate. Yeah, I, look, I think it's tricky. The horses that you've named, they've all got chances. Hmm. Um, who leads? Um, it sometimes can help, not necessarily um, the horse that leads being the winner, but uh, get a better idea of how the race might pan out. And uh, Roy Lance gets out pretty good. Raka Jed hmm. can persist for the lead. I thought he was pretty good last time at, uh, at Geelong, uh, Raka Jed, even the start before at Melton with uh, another Nian winning it. Four months through that have been pretty good. So he'll press on. Uh, Victory George can get off the gate pretty good. Coccinelli can begin pretty quickly as well. Uh, so there's a fair few horses that can have a crack for the early lead and just to see then which way the race might pan out. But um, might help some of the other horses and also um, handicap some of the others as well. But uh, if, I thought if Raka Jed could get off the gate like he has at his last couple, punch forward, it might help Jack O'Connor hold a more forward spot and then alleviate barrier nine being a significantly bad uh, second row gate. Mm. Um, if he can track through Raka Jed, he might end up in uh, midfield closer perhaps. So that's... I've tipped the nine on top, thinking that might be a, a good possibility of, of settling handier. Um, and when you get a horse with no gate speed drawn to and you're drawn behind it, you've got nowhere else to go, have you? So you're obligingly getting back. But if Rakajed pushes through, I think it helps Jack O'Connor's cause because he can show enough pace then to at least um, hold a forward spot. So I think that would suit him. I think Dance Away continues to race really well, throwing in Rakajed because I think he's a terrific chance. Uh, if he does find the top, and and six Coccinelli, so nine, seven, two, and six, um, but could make cases for all the others. Victory George has probably run some of his better races up and graded his last couple. Uh, Roy lands back in form and gets the good gate. If he doesn't lead, he should be in a pretty good position. Uh, a smile on the winks needs to be able to slot in, but it's got, I'd say, place claims. Better than love similarly. It wasn't a bad mm. run last start. Worked pretty hard it and did. stuck to its yeah. task well. And you made a case for Ruslan, whom I probably should have found a spot for in my top four, but I didn't. Nine, seven, two, and six. Yeah, nine, seven, two, six. You're a pretty good horse, Eric, uh, Ruslan. And uh, dance away for me. After all that, I thought if there's a bit of speed battle for the lead and a bit of mid-race work, maybe if Jack O'Connor goes around and dance away's back smoking the pipe last of all, I'd be happy to play it 
at decent each way odds. I don't think we want four dollars dance away. We need need at least two dollars the place to uh, be backing each way. Sort of that six fifty two dollars the place would be worth a little each way play in a race I was not really confident on. It's a great little race to open up the card at Cranbourne. Race two is the Blue Hills Rise Trot. And another race, and we'll catch up with Matty Craven, I think, who'll uh, shed some light on a number of these horses. As I went through the card, Dan, the question mark horses always seem to be Matty Craven one, so that was the trigger to get him on. Kaivelli Honey Bunny is just racing so well, so consistently, and I'd be surprised if people aren't tipping her to win. They certainly have her as the, uh, as the danger. Uh, Sangriel's a horse that's shown plenty of ability. It was a bit disappointing last start. I had good heart in for third. I think it'll get across to the lead and be in front for quite a long way. And BK Merlot, if it goes around anything like $4 the place, it'd be well worth having a little place on, bet on. It just needs to get away good enough to hold on to good hearts back. He could end up three back to pegs, which will be a query. And love your brother's the real query runner. It's had a number of trials and its form looks great. Uh, he's get, taken plenty of time with this horse, Matty Craven. I know how special the horse is to, to him and to Peter Craven and, of course, to Stevie Blacker, who works there as well. Yeah, this race offered some challenges for me. Uh, Kai yeah. Valley Honey Bunny is the easy way to go because it is consistent, coming off mobile start form. Uh, and definitely in the mix, but often running seemingly more places than uh, she does win. But I think um, I think she will be uh, the safer play, if you know what I mean, yeah, to run yeah. top three. Um, the five is Sangrial. Two runs back in the stands now. Um, oh, sorry, she's had three runs back from a spell, but her last two in the stands. So she should be just about right. Well suited to a race like this, Sangreal, and in, in fact, um, it's an ideal type of race for her. I think this this uh, sets up ideally for her fourth run back from a spell. Uh, love you, brother. I really don't know the horse well enough. I mean, five wins from eight starts, six-year-old gelding. I mean, it's it's a decent profile. A couple of those wins have been at Mount Gambia. Um, the wins at Horsham Hamilton in lower class races, but has been winning them with authority and in, in some cases by big margins as well. So got a lot of respect for uh, love you, love you, brother, love you, brother. Um, and the other one that I put into the top four, it hasn't won for a long time, but it's got gate speed and it's finally back into a mobile. In fact, last win was April 2020. So that's a bit off-putting, isn't it? But Chiron's still performing Price well, number three. So I've got him in the mix as well. It's been a while since we've seen him in a, a mobile, but he's won, you know, every win he ever had, he's won 14 races, has been from a mobile. And yet all his recent racing has been from standing starts. So he's in the mix. Six, six five, eight, and three. Has Sangrial at its last two starts has beaten home a great Southern Star finalist? In, well, there you go. In Blue Common. It's funny how it works, isn't it? You don't sort of isolate Blue Common and say, yeah, well, it's beaten Blue Common at its last two. It should beat these. But, uh, yeah, the old grey. I think $6,000 it got for making that final. Um, so it's like winning a, a semi-feature um, yeah. country uh, trotting race, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's it's about the same for first in that race on, on Saturday night, $6,000. So it was a great effort. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Congrats to Greg Norman and all the connections with Blue Common. He's been a staggeringly good horse over many... He, I can't remember the number. He's running like 27 country cups or something.